Hello, 100 fans. We are talking about Seasons 4, Episode 9, DNR. It's it's a heavy one, and like I said, there was a lot of there's a lot of heavy stuff, and this episode was really hard for me, but I want to know what your thoughts are, so I will see you guys after that opening. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <sighs> I need a queen to get me through this episode, y'all, because it was... Woo. Uh, welcome, guys, to The 100 After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. As you can see, I am by myself. I got nobody else with me because Ben Bateman is doing stuff um, because he's awesome and he has things that he wants to do. But definitely uh, send him a tweet or an Instagram at Ben Bateman Media because he's fantastic. And he probably saw the episode and I really actually want to know what he thinks. Um, but I am also your host who will be lone wolfing it today. Alexis Torres, you guys can find me all over the interweb at atorres890. So, I'm going to need all the help I can get because, as I said, I am alone. So, we're going to go through all our different locations like we usually do, and I definitely want to know your thoughts because, man, it's good to be back after that break, and especially because this episode was so heavy, so, woof. So, I'm going to just dive right into it. Um, we're going to talk about Arcadia. That was kind of a big thing because I want to. I know a lot of people. I was reading Twit. Twi- I'm sorry. I was reading Twitter and I was reading your guys on the chat, which I'm really happy that you guys are all here. Um, I can see a few people in here: uh, Sarah R, Z Blue Pirate, Chelsea, Renji, whoops, Sarah Tay Tay, Sam Jones, um, Nick At. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Um, I'm happy that you guys are all here. Talk about things. Um, so Arcadia. We knew that we, when we found the bunker that we were going to start moving. And, but we also kind of knew that Jasper's um, crew, which are, you know, just kind of party hard, were still contemplating what they wanted to do with everything. But in Jaha fashion, we knew that he was going to start pushing people to, to all come together um, and leave. But I found it very interesting that, um, well, at least with Jaha's decision. So pretty much... Monty and Harper are getting real close, and it's really awesome to see them together. Um, but you can even tell that Harper was kind of battling her own feelings, not about Monty, just everything in general general, general of her life. Um, and the fact that they had that beautiful scene in uh, the bedroom where Monty and Harper were discussing, you know, what they want to do, because Harper doesn't want to leave. She wants to stay here because she's just tired of fighting, which I don't blame her because... What, guys? We've been doing this for I don't know how long, and they keep moving to different locations, so I get it. But I also get from Monty's standpoint, where he's very, you know, you you got to make it work, pretty much, as much as you can. So that was kind of hard to, to see, especially what he said, which I have it written down on my notes here. Uh, what did he say? Oh, he said, I um, for this is the first time I ever thought you were a coward. And one... Monty, you don't say stuff like that. Like, I get why you said it, because it was clearly, like, you know, the fact that she had to deal with uh, that guy who, who died in the acid rain and how she, you know, did it because she wanted to live. And he said that she wasn't a coward for feeling that way, but because now she wants to live her own way or die her own way, she's a coward. That hurt a lot, because I was just like, that is not your decision to make, sir. That is hers, because everybody should have a say in what they want to do. So I know that... Um, further on in the Arcadia story, Jaha still tries to, like, pretty much, like, order them to come with them to the new bunker. And they're just like, no. So they, they, they locked all the, all the doors, uh, you know, poured all the booze, and turned up the tunes, which is awesome. Which I was like, hey, again, go the way that you want. But I know that there are a lot of people who I'm going to start reading in the, 
chat um, that felt that like, oh, I can't believe that these these kids or you know young adults decided that they were just gonna you know lock all the doors while these guys you know you can go live your life in a bunker or um, the fact that you know you should come with us. It's and I liked that we decided to have Monty being that person of just like you're just gonna let them die or you know Bellamy and Jaha who were just saying like this is this is their decision. And and the term that came up, or the acronym that came up, where Jasper put his hand up on the door that said DNR. So if you don't know what DNR is, or if you haven't watched the episode yet, DNR means do not resuscitate, which is a medical term for people who are terminally ill or um, cannot make, you know, not, not say that they can't make their own decision, but clearly they're, um, they, they don't want to be resuscitated if they die with whatever they have. Um, and as a person who's lost people that way, is it, it definitely hurt my soul watching it. But at the same time, because I've been in that same area where I've been both Monty and Bellamy at that time, I get where they're both coming from. I mean, it was a little hurtful that Monty decided that he's like, I'm going to make this decision for all of you. This is dumb and you guys should come with me. And it's like, no, if the world is ending in five days, you should decide what you want to do with your life for those five days that are left. You know, I mean... I, that's just my opinion, though. You guys can take it with a grain of salt if you want. I also apologize that I'm also losing my voice as I'm talking. So I think that I'm not mad at Monty because, again, it's not the fact that he's naive or he's stupid or whatever like that. That's just how he deals with the fact that he could be losing the love of his life and his best friend at the same time because they're choosing to do it this way. But Bellamy and Jaha also said a really good line, which I live by every day, that if someone does not want to be helped, there's nothing you can do, you know, pretty much. And, and of course that some people think that that's like giving up. But again, if a person is an adult, they are a grown, they're an, they're a grown person who makes grown decisions that have grown consequences that they have to deal with. So even though sure these guys are kids, I feel like in the apocalypse it really doesn't matter, especially with the the things that these guys have seen and gone through. But again, that's up to you. And clearly it's not like they were gonna get like they were going to gas them, but I'm glad that they didn't do that. They were just like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave you. We're just we're gonna go go our way and you go yours. So I'm really curious to see what you guys thought. So again, put it in the comments down below or I have the chat up. And obviously if I miss anything, my amazing engineer, Josh, if he pulls it up, you know, if he sees anything awesome. I got you. Yeah, go ahead and let me know. Um, but I'm gonna move on from Arcadia for a little bit, but I am but before I go for, away from that, I am I was very surprised that Monty decided to stay. Um, I love that uh, both Jasper and Harper came back to say goodbye to Bellamy, and they were like, oh, take care of our boy for us. But at that point in time, Monty was already there, and it looked like he was doing it not for himself, but mostly for Harper because he loves her so much. And the fact that he loves his best friend as well, and he's like, I want to see if you guys will change your mind. But at the same time, I also feel like he knows that these guys are not going to change their mind and he would rather be with the people that he loves, like, uh, you know, that he cares about quite a bit. So again, you know, Renji said it best there too. We are who we choose to be. And if you choose this life, that is what you choose. And so I'm not going to go into more depth of that. This was just my opinion. I want to hear what yours is. And of course, there is no wrong answer here. That is totally up to you. And it was just really awesome. Again, I know Ben, if he was here, we would talk about it, of the fact that that... The show, whether it's teenagery or not, um, that you know. Oh, maybe. Um, sorry, I got distracted because I saw Sarah R's um, 
thing in the chat is he goes, I think he's going to wait till they're all asleep and drive them to the bunker. I mean, they did drink a lot, so maybe if they pass out, maybe he'll just start piling people into a truck and drive them. I don't know. I mean, that would be very interesting, and I would find that... I don't know if that would help Monty at all, but I know that it would help his conscience, knowing that he could save his comrades and his friends and and things. But, I mean, like I said, really only depends, you know, on what the writers are going to do with that. But, um, but yeah, I think, again, depends on what the writers do with that, but I think it's going to be very interesting to see if Monty decides to just let everything go or if he's going to be sneaky about it. So we'll see. Um, but, yeah, so I I don't really know what's going to happen with Arcadia now, but I am intrigued to see how they're all going to make it to... Um, the bunker. So, especially with Jasper, since I know Ben and I have always been talking about how Jasper's kind of been hit and miss with us this entire season. You know, he's he's definitely been going through the different stages of grief, where he was in denial and there's acceptance and you know and everything. He went through anger already. Like it's been it's been levels, and of course, everyone grieves in different ways. And and I think that this is that point where he's just he's hit that acceptance, and it's just tough. You know, it's a very conflicted kind of way of looking at it because some people are very upset with his way of thinking but at the same time the evidence is there so like I said Arcadia is kind of in a weird question mark like if you saw my notes it literally goes Arcadia question mark it's just to see what's going to happen with that crew or if we're ever going to see them again we'll see um but a person that I'm really excited that we got a little bit more with was Octavia um which also intertwines with Polis kind of when we start getting towards the end of that uh, we see Octavia and Ilian, you know, back at his 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 home village, and it looks like they're trying to plant crops. Which I did have the same exact reaction as Octavia, where she was like, "I don't know why we're planting crops if the world's going to end in five days." But you know, he says that uh, even in Prime Fire, you know, we might actually still be able to plant stuff within the time frame that we have. I will be very surprised if that does happen, but I'm glad that he's optimistic and opportunist about it. So hey, good for you. Um, but as soon as I can't remember her name, what was it? Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. And Kara um, showed up, and she was in. And how Ilian um, told Octavia that they weren't really prone to to strangers or wanderers. It was very uh, it was very interesting to see because I knew that it wasn't going to end well, pretty much. So when she like looked over, Octavia looked up because he even told her, "Put your head down," and I was like girl and um she she leaves i was like that's probably not going to be the last of her they come back and you know i don't know how many days it's been now because we had our our little love scene um where they were naked in bed which i was like is that in the house i don't know what's happening um and uh they they were pretty much talking about you know how she wants to go out as a warrior uh, and, and she was very surprised that Ilian was a warrior uh, for their village. But he decided, you know, the world's ending in five days. Why am I going to go to war for? Which I can agree with. But again, also your decision. I love that that was kind of like the overall theme of the episode is people choosing what they wanted to do, which we'll get into Raven and everybody in the next um, segment. So, um, so pretty much you can tell that Octavia was kind of going again conflicted with what she wanted to do, whether she wanted to fight or if she wanted to just stay here with Ilian. But then she kind of just really, <laughs> um, really just wanted to, to start a life with Ilian, even though deep down you can tell that there was some, she was fighting her own self. Um, and obviously that decision came through because they came back. Um, she brought reinforcements. One of them recognized her from Polis and... She still held her own. I was super proud, but then she did get hit in the gut, which I believe 
I think her ribs were broken. Well, not her ribs were broken, but I know she got shot, like she got stabbed. So I assume that's where that pain came from. But I mean, I could be wrong. And I love how immediately she turned. You know, like you can see that that bloodlust kind of came through and she annihilated everyone. And so if Ben was here, he'd be like, oh my God, it was so badass. But that was what it was. I thought she was fantastic. And I loved... I mean, it worries me because I'm like, you look like you're just going to just start killing people all through villages and stuff. But I'm really glad that she um, came back and decided, like, this is what it is. I mean, I felt bad that Ilian came back, like, ready to, like, start this new life together. And she's like, this is how I am. Even though she just literally annihilated three people, like, to the point where he was, she was screaming and bashing that. I think it was that um, that girl's head. That was, that was bloody. Um, but, and then she just left. And I didn't really know where that was going to go, but when we get into Polis, it'll all wrap back around. So while that's happening, we're dealing with Raven, Murphy, and um, Imori. So this is tough, because I understand where everybody's coming from in this perspective. Raven is still having a hard time dealing with... Um, uh, <clears throat> sorry, I was looking... Oh, uh, Z Blue Pirate said, Will Octavia fight for Tree Crew or Sky Crew? I'm assuming that she's going to fight for Sky Crew, but I also don't want to make that assumption. I feel like Indra's going to fight for Tree Crew, because... I feel like this is her, like, last hurrah. I don't, you know, or maybe not. But it would be very interesting to see what she decides. But I feel like, at least by the way that they were editing and how they kind of played the story up, I think that she's going to be fighting for Sky Crew, but I guess we'll see. Um, I really want to know what you guys think. I might do a poll on Twitter later to be like, who do you think she should fight for, Tree Crew or Sky Crew? Um, I might actually ask Ben, because he might have more on that since Octavius is his lady. Um, but his other lady, Raven, um, is having a harder time with her headaches and, and not well her headaches, but dealing with her, her, uh, <laughs> her, um, hearing things because of the fact that she is going to die because the, the aneurysm or tumor is getting worse. Um, and Imori is kind of sitting there going, um, why do we still need her if her brain is not all there? Which was harsh because I'm like, girl, you you don't you haven't been here long enough to be able to just start saying who's important and who isn't. But I do agree that there is a point because what happens if Raven does become a vegetable? That's gonna be rough for everybody, you know, and how are they gonna be able to take care of her is one thing. But I know that she wouldn't want to go out that way. I know she would want to go out her way, which I loved that we got Becca back and how um he or no, sorry, that Becca decided to, you know, try to teach her to to, to be able to um, spacewalk again, which I was like, that's the perfect way to go, I feel like. I mean, as much as I want her to stay within the rest of the season or whatever they decide to kill off her character, get rid of her character or anything like that, um, I think that's the best way to go. I know some people might not agree with me because they're like, no, she should be, you know, doing something else. But I think that because now we technically have a plan with everybody going to the bunker and finding a meeting place and kind of dealing with that, Raven doesn't feel that she is, um, she's right for the job. And also, like, that scene really got me where, you know, Amori and Murphy, you know, decided because they didn't know if Miller was coming back to come get them, which made sense because they were gone for quite some time. And I know that Amori is one of those fight-or-flight kind of characters. Um, but oh, I kind of agree with that. I don't think that's Becca Raven is seen. I bet it's Allie. I mean, it could be, but I feel like, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, Z Blue Pirate, I know that Raven does deserve better, but at the same time, I don't know. I feel like 
she loves to spacewalk. I feel like it just makes sense. It's kind of like bringing her character all the way around, but I also don't want to see her go. So we'll see what happens. I I don't know. But it also makes me happy that like if you guys like you guys saw it, like that smile that Raven had when she was like, "You can teach me how to spacewalk again?" I just I couldn't. I could I don't want to take that away from her. You know what I mean? I want again, I want her to go out on her own on her own terms and if spacewalking is it, go for it. Also, yeah, I also want to know where Luna is, Renji. I was like, "Where did she go?" Um, but I also don't want her to die, so we'll see how this goes. Um, but anyway, so, um, so yeah, back to Raven. So with Murphy and Amori kind of dealing with what they want to do because Amori's ready to, like, I need to go because clearly they're not coming back for us. We're going to die here. This is what's going to happen. Um, and Murphy immediately was like, it doesn't matter. Let's just grab what we can, go back to the lighthouse, and just, let's just live. You know, love is better than food. And I loved that, you know, even though clearly it was a joke, but I do think that it was awesome that he was like, I don't care what happens, whether we die or whatever, I just want to be with you and I'm not going to leave you. That was great. I will give him that because the Murphy that we knew in season one to the Murphy we see now, he's grown so much. And I think that it's it's great that he found somebody that he can feel this amazing thing with them. <coughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, but Raven is... Pretty much, you know, uh, the great thing is Miller came back, obviously, and they're ready to grab their stuff and head to the to the bunker. And um, Murphy and Amori are like, "Yes, we're ready to go too." So he goes down there to go tell his uh, to tell Raven, "Hey, let's go. We got to get moving." Um, which I was uh, I was afraid because Raven had that seizure in the the rocket, but she seemed fine. You know, she was able to get out of it, but, you know, because we cut to commercial, so I don't know if, like, someone found her and they helped her, or if she just kind of, like, I don't know, like, just walked it off after. I'm not quite sure, since we didn't get to see that scene. Um, so, but again, she's probably the most clear-headed she's probably been in a while that this is what she wants. And so their conversation together at the very end really hit me, because these guys, you know, Murphy and Raven have been there since... Day one, it's tough, you know, the fact that he had to say goodbye to her. And he, we already knew that he felt guilty about what he did to her leg or how that situation happened. But I love that he, they were able to get the closure of Raven's like, it's not your fault. You know, I don't blame you for what happened. And, and, and when she said that, I don't mind if I lose my leg, but if I lose my mind, that got me. Because it's just, it's tough, you know, especially, you know, like I said, like I've had, I've lost, you know, loved ones of mine, not in the exact same way that Raven did, but in in the same <clears throat> aspect, um, sorry, um, the same aspect of, you know, becoming, you know, non-functional is tough for anybody. And if they that's what they decide, that's what they decide. Again, I love, again, I love the theme. Again, it was a very dark, uh, thought, thought-provoking theme, but it was, it was just really good, you know, so I'm really glad that they decided to do that for this episode. So they leave, and Raven's just left to her devices to figure out what she wants to do. So I'm very intrigued to see what happens when they come back to that, if she actually makes it to space, or if that's just where we leave her character, which I don't think that they would do, but you never know. Um, So obviously now we're just going to bring it all back into the one place that is having the most tension right now, which is Polis. Yikes, y'all. So clearly Clark, Clark, Abby... And everybody are all heading over to the bunker to, you know, meet up and, and drop some things off and, and figure out their next move. Abby stops Clark and is like, hey, I just wanted to give you, because Rowan is also there too. I forgot to add him in there. You know, Rowan walks off and Abby warns uh, Clark that Asgata has decided to take 
um, uh, the the bunker instead of um, the Ice Nation, which I was like, holy (laughs) yes, Chelsea. I didn't mean I didn't mean to pun there. That wasn't the point of leaving her to her devices. I actually just meant it literally. (laughs) But I didn't even notice that. And you guys know I hate puns. Ah man. Um, But uh, but yeah. So. Pretty much the whole point was that Asgata was going to take Rowan or, you know, uh, take out everybody and they were going to, they made an, an alliance that uh, Asgata and Sky Crew would become one. Or Tree, tree Crew? Am I saying that right? I'm, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, it's late, guys. <laughs> so, um, but obviously when Rowan gets there, Clark's upset because she's like, why didn't you tell me this? So she warns him. But at this point, Ice Nation has decided, uh, no, we knew about, we knew there was something up and we took, we took care of business. And they bring it back. Pretty much, you know, Clark says, let me try, you know, it was, you know, I need my chancellor here because we all go back to Polis and they try to figure out how to see if we can keep both, you know, Tree Crew and Ice Nation and Sky Crew all together, you know, so that we can be able to, um, yeah, um, to, to work together because the fact that you can fit 1,200 people into this bunker, there has to be a way. There has to be another way. And I do agree with her there, but um, at the same time, the way that it was played out in this episode was not very good on Clark's part. But also not on Abby's part, too, because I, I don't know if you guys saw my tweet today. I'm done with Abby. She's just been, she has been just non, she just hasn't been helping anybody out. She thinks that she is, but she really isn't. And I just, I, I can't anymore. It's frustrating. Um, but pretty much, you know, we, we try to get um, a conclave, not conclave, but we tr- pretty much try to get a meeting together where we have uh, Rowan, Indra, and Clark together so we can talk. Obviously, when they get to the bunker, we meet up with Gaia again, which I was like, huh, interesting. Uh, nice, Chelsea. I would like to see 1200. That would be, that would be a very interesting show uh, spinoff. I think it would be cool. Um, and so... Um, where was I? Where was I? Where did I leave off? Oh yeah. So yeah, we have the meeting, but clearly Indra was supposed to come alone. Clearly she did not do that. She brought the rest of uh, Tree Crew with her, and we sat there and we and pretty much they're like, we're not budging. This is this is what's happening. We want the bunker, um, and of course Ice Nation's not going to back down. And Clark's like, this is not what Lexa would have wanted, and she's like, you're right. And if Lexa was here, we'd probably be able to really sort it out. But without a commander to tell us what to do, we can just do whatever we want. And that's what we got. And we got a war because Rowan's like, well, we talked. Yay. And we just kind of moved on. And I was like, all right, cool. Ooh, yes, Z Blue Blue Pirate. I would love for, because I am done with Abby, not because she has Kane, but yes, I would like that very much. Um, But yeah, I mean, we'll see. So pretty much we're at war. That's all we have. But then Clark has a great idea, which I feel like all of us have been kind of Kind of thinking it was going to happen eventually. Well, she's like, you have the flame. And, of course, Gaia's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't have anything. <laughs> what? You know? And uh, and she's like, you know, I want to be the next commander. And, of course, the first thing, you know, that she thinks of is you're not a night bleeder. You can't, you can't do that. And, of course, as, as Ben would say, again, with, you know, showing, you know, things by blood, you know, um, not blood truce, but, like, um, what is it called? It's like a blood pact or just, just showing, you know, that you can take pain um, by cutting your hand or, or something. You know, she cuts her hand and shows that she she's a nightblood. 
And of course, immediately like, we have to make the ascension. Here we go. And so I was like, all right, this is happening. We're getting Clark as the commander. I don't know how everybody else feels, but I feel like we all kind of saw this coming. Maybe it's just me personally. Um, and so we're starting, and then I love how Rowan's like, I know exactly who's doing this, and I need to stop this. And and this is where I, like, this was just the cherry on top of the Sunday, the straw that broke the cam, my back, pretty much. And I just, I, I, I was done. He interrupts the ascension right before they're about to put the flame into Clark and uh, Rowan's like no this is lies and the only reason she did that was because of you know what we we obviously saw a few episode, uh, episodes ago where they, she took the night blood from um, no Luna Excuse, sorry I was forgetting names for a second that we were going to put into Amori but she put into herself um, and they brought the healer and I was like Frickin' Abby. And Abby's just like, what are you doing? You don't know what this will do. You'll die. And I'm like, I know Abby, but there's no other choice. If we want peace, this is the only way to do it. But she's like, no. And, of course, Rowan's like, tell them how she became a night bleeder. And she does, because Abby is a sheep. It drives me up a wall that she just sits there and just does. I just don't understand. So... I'm upset with her because she just ruined everything. And even though I agree that I feel like Clark is now kind of on this weird, like, I can solve everything, which is kind of, it's kind of been a theme throughout the, the season, which I'm like, hey, whatever. I'm glad someone's trying. But at the same time, Abby's always trying to get in the way. And it's, it's just a lot of butting heads. And I feel like we're not getting anywhere. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's too late now because we can't have her, we can't have her have the flame. And so we just... We have a war, but with a twist. So we will be able to decide who gets the bunker. But it's not like by an all-out battle, like we're all going to get our armies together and fight. No, you're going to find um, your best warrior, or two warriors, maybe one or two, I'm not quite sure. Um, and you're going to um, the one that will defend your clan, and you guys will fight to the death. Whoever is the last standing takes the bunker. That's it. And I was like, oh... Oh, my God. And so, right, and, of course, there's no guns. Um, what, what was it? It was no guns. Um, I think that was the main thing, that they, you just you couldn't have any guns. And that obviously just pertains to Sky Crew. You know, you can only use certain, you know, weapons that you can, like, hand-held weapons that are not guns, and that you can pretty much just do whatever you want, and it takes up the entire map. Not I call it a map because I video game too much, but the entire... Um, I guess city, pretty much, or the different cities of Polis. But yeah, I'm I'm contemplating what Luna's gonna do. Um, we already know who, because of the fact that uh, we had we had Clark and Bellamy trying to discuss what they were gonna do because it seemed like Clark was gonna try to fight for it or Bellamy or something like that. But then Octavia showed up and they're like, "This might work," <laughs> because she's the only person who could technically fight with the Grounders because. They're like, if we don't have any guns and we don't have anyone who can train that knows how a grounder fighting style is, we're screwed. And like I said, Octavia to the rescue, which is awesome. So in the preview for next week, um, we get pretty much that. That's pretty much it. And, it, and I didn't see if we were going to get Raven that, the next episode or not, but I'm very, I'm very interested to see how this goes because Octavia is a force to be reckoned with. But then you've got Rowan and you've got everybody else. It's... And Luna, you know, so it's 
it's going to be interesting to see who, how this is going to end up, who's going to last, or if there is a way for Clark to either steal the flame, put it in, and and just be like, I'm the commander, deal with it, kind of thing, you know. But I don't think that's going to work. So it it can just it can literally go anywhere, and I'm really intrigued what you guys think um, because. Uh, and I agree, Chelsea. I don't think Bellamy is going to be happy that his sister is fighting for them, but I don't think he really has a choice at this point in time. Um, but yeah, I, Mia in the chat thinks, I think it's going to come down to Rowan, Luna, Octavia, and maybe Indra if she fights. I also agree. Um, let's see. Doo, 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 doo. But yeah, I want to know what you guys think, you know, because I feel like, or, or Skyker can be like super... Super messed up and just be like, ah, oh, we're just all going to go in the uh, the bunker and uh, we're holding it hostage. Deal with it. Which I don't think that that's what they would do, but it just, I can totally see that, especially since I think Kane is still imprisoned and and stuff. I just, I feel like, I feel like it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot, you know, and that, um, uh, that it's. It's not going to... I just don't feel like it's going to end well, but I also don't know who's going to win because of the fact that all the Warriors are so good. Um, but, like I said, I guess we'll see how it how it goes because it's going to be rough. But I'm going to give it a little bit of time for you guys to put in your predictions of what who do you think is going to win in that, in that all-out battle while I talk about iTunes. So... Every week we always tell you guys this, that, you know, go to iTunes and, and download our podcast, give us a rating, you know, five stars, four stars, um... And see, you know, just to let us know, like, what we need to improve on or you guys love the show and why you love the show. Because, you know, our producers like to see, you know, how we're doing and, you know, especially because we got renewed for another season. You know, they want to be like, hey, how's the show going? How do people like it? And again, like I said, I want to see what you guys think because, you know, we learn from that. And we obviously read the comments every week. And and I love uh, interacting with you guys in the chat. iTunes is just another way to just, you know, help us out here, you know, with our free content. So don't forget to go to iTunes, find AfterBuzz TV, or just type in the 100 After Show. You'll It'll definitely pop up. Go ahead and just throw some cool words in there, and we'll read it next week. You'll get a shout-out. It'll be awesome. Um, so, <laughs> wow. Nice job, Meg Bear. That's that's the entire thing. I love it. Um, Nick at said, or Nick at said, Nick Cat, Nick at, um, do you think if Clark takes the flame, she'll be able to see Lexa? I'm not quite sure. Um, I mean, that also depends on if, um, we can, we can get Lexa back for, like, to film, you know what I mean? Um, so that would be interesting. Maybe we'll be able to hear her voice, maybe. Maybe see the back of her head. I don't know. Um, I'm not quite sure if that's what, something that we'll do since mostly Lexa has been word of mouth right now. But, I mean, there's always twists and turns in the show. So if Lexa does come back just because she takes the flame... Sure, I'll take that. Or just maybe flashbacks. I have no idea. That would be very interesting. And you guys know how much I love Lexa. So if she does come back, whether it's flashback form or just like a silhouette of her, I'm okay with this. Um, Renty says he predicts that the favorites, all the, the favorites will survive the conclave somehow. I also agree. Um, I also don't know who has the key to it. So it's very interesting. Um, why is it necessary for Luna to fight? If she's changed her mind and she wants to be a commander, she can take the flame. She is a night bloodborn, correct? Uh, but I know, but at least from what we know, I I don't think that's what she wants to do. But I mean, again, it also depends. Um, there was a clip in Octavia battles a curly haired chick, which I'm guessing is Luna Rowan versus Indra. Makes sense. Um, 
Be- Bellamy already thought Octavia died once this season. If he had to watch her die in the conclave, it just seems like cruel, unusual punishment for him. So my prediction is O survives. I also don't think that they would kill off Octavia because of the fact of how far she's gone. I mean, we had that scary moment of her, you know, falling to, uh, into the, the river. But I highly, highly doubt that they're going to kill her off. Like I said, it would probably be Rowan, Indra, or possibly Luna. But I feel like Luna doesn't deserve to die. Um, Sarah R., if Luna wins, do you think she would kill herself to stop the fighting? I feel like that won't really get anywhere, you know what I mean? I mean, she could, but I feel like that won't solve anything. I feel like it's just going to be like, okay, well, let's move on. We still haven't solved our problem of who's going to take the bunker. Um, my other prediction, they will all probably come to a solution if Octavia, Rowan, and Indra have to fight so that they can survive. I hope Murphy goes back to Raven somehow. Maybe. I Like I said, I think that our favorites will survive Possibly, and we might lose one, but I know that we still have a little bit of episodes to go since we had a long hiatus. Um, but I do think there's that Clark and Bellamy are going to go, you know, get the other crew together, probably even let Kane out at one point, and they're going to try to find a way to take the bunker or just find a way to stop the war in general. But it's going to be happening as they're going. So there's definitely going to be some behind, you know, not behind the scenes, but you know what I mean? Like there's going to be some. Um, plots underneath that are that they're going to be working through while we're watching the battle. That's at least that's my prediction. Um, but again, I want to know for whoever's watching this later. Hello, uh, go ahead and put your predictions down below for what's going to happen with the war. Um, thank you guys so much. You know, if I if I missed anything, let me know on Twitter and and or on the comments because I do read them every week. You know what I missed because I know that was a lot. You know, Ben and I will be back next week to talk about the next episode. Might have a guest next week, maybe possibly in the weeks to come we're working on it i promise um again i'm your host alexis torres you guys can find me all over social media at a torres 890 again thank you guys so much for hanging out with me and my constant babbling about the hundred um um, may we meet again bye guys from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. i'm sir richard wentworth and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz tv buzz you later the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz tv or its owners or principals 